Welcome to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. Turn up your nostalgia. Welcome back. I'm Victoria, your host here on the Cantina Chatter Podcast, your resource for Star Wars, new and retro toys, pop culture, and randomness from the 80s and 90s. Welcome back, Cantina Denizens. I'm glad to have you back for another episode of the Cantina Chatter Podcast. We got a lot to talk about regarding the Revenge of the Sith toy line, that Star Wars toy line that ran 14 years ago, almost 15 years ago, back in 2005. And I'm super thrilled to have Chris from the Collector's Hut with me on this episode to talk all things Revenge of the Sith. Uh, We're going to get into the nitty gritty of the ROTS toy line, which uh, it was one of my favorite toy lines and certainly... Uh, one of my favorite times to be a toy collector. Lots of nostalgia for that era. Uh, it was a great time. And uh, if you weren't collecting around that time or if you weren't really involved in toys, then I think it's going to be an interesting listen for you. I also want to mention that we are halfway through the Star Wars Modern Toy Line retrospective. It's kind of hard to believe, but we've already covered half of the toy lines uh, from Power of the Force 2 up until the Vintage Collection. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting. It's taken a bit, but uh, here we are. And uh, well, like I said, we're only halfway through. There's a lot to come still. So Triple Force Friday recently came and went. And uh, as is usually the case in recent years, some people had some great luck. Some had some poor luck with finding a Force Friday product for the Rise of Skywalker, for the Mandalorian, and for Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, myself, I did most of my shopping online at uh, Dorkside Toys, uh, one of my favorite online retailers for collecting Star Wars action figures. Uh, ran a lot of doorbusters on an older the vintage collection figures, so stuff that I was missing from my collection that I wanted to have carded. Uh, definitely took advantage of some of those sales. They also had a lot of new stuff on sale. I think they were also the first to have the latest wave of vintage collection. Uh, the one with Yavin Leia, the Shadow Stormtrooper, the Sith Trooper, and they even had Ceremonial Luke. So, uh, all great stuff. I also ordered some stuff with Target, with Amazon, with Walmart. So, uh, I did everything online. I just haven't had great luck in recent years. And, you know, I didn't want to risk not finding certain things like the new carbonized figures. I thought that was kind of a cool concept. Uh, Initially, I wasn't too thrilled about it, but um, it kind of grew on me a little bit. So uh, I didn't actually hit any stores on Force Friday because I was too busy visiting Disneyland. For the first time, my husband and I went up to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I hadn't visited yet, so it was a really interesting experience to get there and uh, see what it was all about. Because I know I've heard some good things and some not so good things, and uh, I needed to see for myself what that was like. So we had a great day at Disneyland celebrating fall, celebrating Halloween time. Yes, I got to visit the cantina. I got to drink the blue milk 
and uh, even got to pilot the Millennium Falcon, which uh, I was super stoked about getting to do. I mean, when you see that Millennium Falcon, when you're in Galaxy's Edge, uh, they're on Batuu, um, it's really awe-inspiring. If you are a Star Wars fan, uh, you're definitely going to get hit in the feels when you see that for the first time. So on the whole, I enjoyed Galaxy's Edge, but I do have some issues with it. Uh, hopefully we'll do an episode once again with Dan O from the Dan O channel and uh, kind of go a little bit more in depth there. So I'll, I'll save some of the details for that. Also want to let you guys know that uh, I got new reviews for Force Friday product currently in development. Uh, we already started that uh, a couple weeks ago. So stay tuned. There's going to be more coming very soon for the Black Series for the Vintage Collection and uh, even Galaxy of Adventures, that new five-inch animated line that uh, I know you all were clamoring for <laughs> for a really long time. I also recently reviewed the Mattel Jurassic World Amber Collection, Dr. Ian Malcolm, and the Velociraptor, the latter of which uh, seems to be a little bit of a controversial review. I don't really know why. Like anything that I review, it's quite honest, and it just kind of comes from uh, my perspective. I mean, I've been collecting and reviewing toys for a long time now, so, I mean, my thoughts are my thoughts. So, if you haven't checked those out, uh, they are up in the channel. Uh, also, has anybody seen those new Lanard Jumanji figures? Uh, they're Walmart exclusives, just like the past Lanard figures, like for King Kong and for Primal Clash. So, I finally saw them today for the first time at Walmart, and gosh, they're awesome. I mean, it's really hard to find animal toys that um you know are intriguing usually animal toys you know you think of like little you know statues from like safari or you know papo companies like that but these are actually like toys and they seem to be of really good quality so uh, i picked one up i might do a review for it and uh, i definitely want to get more they are quite intriguing also right around the corner is disney plus uh, of course we're going to get the mandalorian we're going to get a lot of good content well, hopefully it's good content uh, with Disney Plus. So I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Disney's very own streaming service pans out. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker is also right around the corner. Are we gonna be getting a trailer soon? I definitely hope so. I'm ready for a new trailer. If tradition holds from recent years, uh, I assume that we will be seeing that pretty soon. Uh, as always, if you'd like to write into the show, feel free to do so. Uh, you can send in your questions if you just wanna say hello. Uh, you can email victoriouscantina at yahoo.com. You can at me on Twitter or send me a DM, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. And uh, I'll be happy to hear from you. You guys help make the show possible. I mean, if nobody listened to it, why would I do it? So uh, definitely send your questions into the Cantina fax machine. And uh, I will start answering one question, uh, at least one question in each episode, depending on how many we get. So yeah, send them in. I look forward to hearing from you. But uh, let's go ahead and get right down to it and talk the Hasbro Star Wars Revenge of the Sith toy line. All right, so uh, over here in the cantina, the uh, Star Wars modern toy line retrospective continues. So uh, we started this back in January with Power of the Force 2, and we are slowly making our way to the present day, 2019. And uh, we're halfway there. So we're talking about Revenge of the Sith today. One of my favorite lines from the past uh, 20 plus years of the modern Star Wars toy line. 
And uh, here with me to reminisce and look back at this line retrospectively is Chris from The Collector's Hut. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. So it's, it's been a little bit since I've had you on the show. I think the last time, uh, I believe it was like early 2018 when uh, they had just announced the return of the vintage collection. Yeah. And uh, I think it was me, you, and uh, Jason from Yakface, and we were breaking down um, the, the things that we wanted to see happen in the vintage collection. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good time. I can't believe, uh, you know, it was that long ago. Yeah, I know. And uh, since that time, uh, what would you, how would you rate the vintage collection so far? Well, I mean, now that it seems like, you know, the Rise of Skywalker isn't getting their own line, it seems like the vintage collection is what we're going to be getting for 3.75. So I would say very strong. Yeah, yeah. They, they've had a few bumps in the road along the way. I think uh, distribution has been probably the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as far as the actual products themselves, other than, you know, the earlier repacks, I've been really happy with everything they've they've done for the most part. Um, I think that some of the best figures Hasbro has ever done probably have been in this vintage collection this year. So lots of good stuff. Yeah, that's very true. Um, around the Boston area, our stores lack a lot of these figures. And unfortunately, I buy a lot online because I'm kind of forced to. Right. Um, it just seems like when a wave comes out, they're out and then they're gone. It, it's not like they restock. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the 2019 uh, waves here Um I mean, I live in a big, you know, urban area here in San Diego, and, you know, we have tons of Targets, tons of Walmarts, zero reports of any of these waves hitting from anybody that I know. And uh, it, it's really too bad because those earlier uh, repack waves just kind of held up, you know, anything from from coming through. So um, it's too bad. And, and like you say, it's, it's essentially like an online exclusive line at this point. So um that i tend to do the same thing you know order those sets or those cases from various online retailers right yeah but we've gotten some good stuff though we've gotten like the sail barge we've gotten uh things like the skiff and uh you know some pretty good vehicles some some repacked vehicles like the tie fighter um but yeah lots of offerings and uh, like you said rise of skywalker is just around the corner and uh, there are some new toys coming for that movie as well so i'm pretty excited yeah i'm really jazzed about it and you know, just a touch base on that, the Katana, the Sail Bodge, that personally was a dream come true because I remember, you know, as a kid, you know, I didn't have anything of that scale to even like pretend. So I kind of used the couch and then <laughs> I had the skiff boats like around my couch. And uh, right when that launched, I think, I don't even think there was a hundred people signed up yet. And I, I put my order in, you know? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's truly remarkable that it even happened. I mean, just the whole idea behind you know Haslab and trying to crowdfund uh, a vehicle for a major you know toy co- corporation like Hasbro, and uh, the fact that it actually happened and now it's sitting here in our collections. It's it's remarkable. It it truly is. I really hope that they use Haslab for more f- future projects like you know like that or obscure characters that we never got. You know because I think that would be really smart for them to do. Um, you know, let's say a deluxe black series figure and just be like, oh, it's 40 bucks. Like if we hit, I don't know, 1500, we'll get it made that it's, you know, it would be a great idea. Uh Yeah, I'd I'd certainly like to see them use the platform for more things. Hopefully not. I mean, the the sail barge is awesome, but it's really big. And I don't I don't know that I could accommodate another like huge piece like that in the collection. Oh, yeah. Like if they're like, hey, we're making a, you know, a Star Destroyer, I'd be like, (laughs) I might be tapping out because I don't know where to put it. (laughs) 
<laughs> even like black series you think of like the size of like what an x-wing would be in six inch scale it's just i don't mm. know that i'd have room for that yeah very true but yeah so anyway it's pretty timely that we're talking about revenge of the sith because uh, force friday is this coming friday triple force friday and um you know we just saw that huge reveal that they did on uh, this past week and you know all the stuff that or, I mean, there wasn't a lot of stuff, but we saw what's coming this Friday. And when you go back to 2005 and you just look at the, you know, the amount of the sheer amount of product that was released uh, in that year for this film, Revenge of the Sith, it's such a contrast between the two. Yeah, you're absolutely right, because it just seems like when a movie used to come out, you would get just like a handful of figures just dropped on your lap. Yeah. Um, and now it's kind of like picking and choosing. That's why sometimes I think that's why we get more aggravated than ever when we see a repack in such a small wave of figures. We're like, why? Uh-huh. You know, um, because before, like I said, it was just like, hey, uh, the first wave will consist of like 30 figures. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let, let's get right into it. Uh, this was a line that did have quite a few assortments. So we want to at least touch on each one and, uh, you know, break down some of the, the main assortments, like the action figures and stuff. Um, so the very first thing that was released for Revenge of the Sith uh, was a sneak preview wave, which had Anakin's Starfighter. Uh, it had General Grievous, uh, Tion Medin. It had a Wookiee warrior, and it also had R4G9, which was an astromech droid. So uh, do you remember when this wave started hitting stores? Um, I can't remember exactly when. Um, but looking at these figures, um, I do have that Grievous. I have that R2 uh, unit. Um, you know, the astromech, I don't know what the number is. And, you know, the other two, I don't believe that I have. Um, but I definitely have that Grievous because right when I saw this new villain, uh-huh. he was very intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, Grievous, I think, was first unveiled. Uh, I think we talked about this in the Clone Wars micro series yeah. uh, retrospective. But yeah, it was uh, Grievous first came out in the in the micro series for Clone Wars. And that was like his first like real like big reveal. And I think at the time they were saying this is going to be the villain in episode three. And, um, you know, they, they tried to do a lot of marketing around him during this time frame. Yeah. Yeah, this was a neat one. Uh, I remember seeing this for the first time. I think, yeah, I want to say it was Target where I first found this sneak preview wave. It might have been like February of 2005. But, um, yeah, they had all the figures and they had the uh, the Anakin Starfighter. So, uh, you know, we've seen this Starfighter time and time and time again over the last, you know, uh, 15 years or so. Uh, but this was the very first time that it came out. Right now, are you um are you a big vehicle uh, collector, or do you kind of just like pick and choose? Um, I try to have at least one of each vehicle. I don't necessarily have like all the repaints, but I try to get at least like you you know back in the 2010s or well, 2000s, like they were constantly you know repainting vehicles, and yeah, I try to get at least one of each version, each sculpt, I should say. Yeah, yeah, it was um. You know, space is always like an issue, and I I did get a couple. Like I got like the Kit Fisto um, Starfighter just because he's such a cool character, and I I just had to get his vehicle. I know I got like Darth Maul's vehicle. I got Vader's uh, Starfighter, if that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like a handful of things like that, but I I actually didn't get that uh, stuff, that Jedi Starfighter there. Uh huh. Right on. Um, yeah, no, this was a great wave. I really like that Grievous figure as well. Um, and, you know, you can really tell that this was a figure that they didn't completely have the design nailed down at Hasbro because he's got like a silver cape. 
Yeah. Yeah, so they were still making a few tweaks, uh, you know, for Revenge of the Sith. But that Wookiee Warrior, I think that was, for me, that was like the standout of that preview wave at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was really pumped um, that we we're going to get a whole bunch of Wookiees in this movie. And uh, I did I did pick up a handful of them. Nice. This this guy in particular, I, I don't think I picked him up, but I picked up um, when the basic figures came out. I have like four of uh different wookies um so i think uh the revenge of the sith line i want to say it hit shells i don't i don't know why these dates stick with me but i think it was something like april 23rd 2005 uh they did a big midnight release and i think like a a week before that hasbro actually released an official checklist of everything that was going to be available so they did a big midnight release uh i i remember going uh i hit like two walmarts i think um, I remember my aunt was visiting in town too. So she, you know, I told her, oh yeah, you, you know, it's cool that you're visiting, but I'm going to be going to Walmart at midnight to try and get <laughs> some of these Star Wars figures. And she was like, oh, okay, I'll come with you. And I was like, all right, cool. So she accompanied me to, to the first Walmart. And then after that, I went to another Walmart and, um, yeah, I remember quite a few people, uh, you know, it, it was really a big deal. Like I know you, they talk now about triple force friday and force friday and stuff but i remember like the day that these figures released that one of these walmarts had like a big tent out in the parking lot that was just stacked with revenge of the sith merchandise oh that's amazing yeah and you would actually like go into the tent get what you want and then you would check out before you exited the tent so it was like a huge deal oh wow yeah, we had nothing like that. I mean, I granted I didn't go to the uh, the midnight release, but I don't remember like them ever having like an like an event um, that would you know consist of a tent outside and them making like a really big deal out of it. Um, we had one Toys R Us in uh, the city that I was living in, and the thing is, like, I think I didn't go to the midnight releases because the next day they were always fully stocked. You know, there was never a problem of like shortage or anything. I I mean, I remember like after Attack of the Clones, I woke up literally the next morning right when they opened. And I remember them having every single figure, like just pick whatever you want. You know, Uh now it's like if you don't hit it up that midnight, (laughs) they don't like replenish for like the next like two weeks. And you're like, (laughs) it's it's insane. Yeah, that's true. I mean. Back then, if if you you weren't there at midnight, it wasn't really a big deal because you could go the next day and you, there were still tons of products on the shelves. Like maybe like like the main villains like Darth Maul or Grievous might not be on the shelves. I think for Revenge of the Sith, it was actually Vader. That was the one that was kind of hard to find initially. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, like you, you generally didn't have to worry about it. Like they, they would be pretty well stocked. They just might not have like one or two figures. Right. So this very first... Uh, batch that came out so revenge of the sith had let's see in total it was completely in a 2005 line like none of it ran into 2006 Uh, and it looks like they actually did 68 figures from april to december which wow yeah you think about you know if they did that now i mean there's just no way they would do that anymore but um it was a huge like self-contained line revenge of the sith was just revenge of the sith it wasn't like 2002 where they did saga and you know it was like all the different star wars films right Um, it was very self-contained but it had a lot of great products so uh, i'm looking over the uh the images here on rebel scum and i know that our listeners like to follow along when uh, we do these retrospectives so i will throw a link in the show notes um so yeah, they started off with uh, the main characters, of course. So we have like Obi-Wan, Anakin, Yoda, 
uh, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, Mace Windu, Palpatine, Dooku. And um, like, I think like in general, the Revenge of the Sith line doesn't have, in, in most cases, like the definitive versions of these characters, but it, it did have some very unique versions of them that were really fun. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I just really like that they made even characters that were on the screen for, you know, not that long. Uh, the background characters are always like really neat. Yeah, and they they certainly fleshed out this line pretty well. So, uh, one of the things, Chris, that I liked about this this line is that um, the action figures, like if you think back to like Saga, they were focusing a lot on action features, and then when you kind of got more into like 2004, the original trilogy collection, the end of Saga, even they were kind of focusing more like on sculpts and you know paint deco and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think for Revenge of the Sith, they actually kind of got it dialed in pretty well where they conceal the action features really well, but they also did a pretty good job uh, with the actual sculpts. Yeah, oh, they definitely did. Um, I think this like spring action was a great idea. Um, for certain figures, it made it a little bit stiff, like the Palpatine. You kind of just push his feet up and then his arm raises <laughs> with him holding the lightsaber but it's still really cool and the wookies you squeeze his legs it's old school you know squeeze his legs his arms go up um yeah. i really like that feature it's just like a little bonus that you get and some of these figures you know on top of it you'll get soft goods mixed mm-hmm. um you know you might not get full you know you know elbow joints you kind of just get in like it formed as a 90 degree angle but right. they swivel but like you said, the sculpt and the paint app, it's it is really nice. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely true. And speaking of that Palpatine, uh, I remember there was a variation of that one. Like you could get him first with the blue lightsaber, um, but then uh, what happened? I guess is uh, when they were editing the film, they switched it so that I guess Palpatine originally was going to fight with Anakin's saber, but then at some point they switched it to Sidious's saber. So you know he's got the red blade. Oh. So then that figure ultimately. Uh, it's it shipped initially with the blue saber, then they they changed it to the red saber. Oh yeah, no, I have the red one. And um, speaking of the paint application, <laughs> um, so the lightsaber is actually molded to his hand, so you, you can't remove it. Uh-huh. And uh, you know that kind of skin tone is kind of on the hilt, and it's clearly not his lightsaber. <laughs> right. It's yeah. It's obviously Anakin's saber. Um, but no, I like that figure. Like if you look at like the, the regular Palpatine face, it looks great. Oh yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And then of course, uh, one of the fun things about that one was you could change it to the Darth Sidious head mm-hmm. and, uh, he had the Sidious hands and, in the, the lightning. Yes. Uh, and that was, that was a really fun thing, you know, you just switch them out and have a, have a blast playing with that. You know, what's really funny is, um, so the hand holding the lightsaber is a regular skin tone and his, you know, like um, the Dacidius, well, you know, the Palpatine face after he's kind of like deformed is like a grayish tone uh-huh. and his hand is gray as well. And I'm like, wow, these colors don't match. But now you just reminded me that, yeah, it, there is a head swap and his head does pop off really easy. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that that's a cool figure. Definitely one of the standouts in this line. And um, you know, the action features, I think, across the board were pretty well integrated without sacrificing the aesthetics too much. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that on figures like um, like uh, Darth Vader, who uh, I think he had like a lightsaber, like, was it you squeeze his legs and he, and he slashes the lightsaber up and down? Yeah, I think there's a couple of figures that do that. I, I can't remember correctly, but I mean, if, if you say it, I believe it. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it was like mostly like the main characters like Anakin and Obi-Wan, Yoda, like they all had some sort of built in uh, action feature that they could do. Even like the, you know, there were a few different General Grievous and one of them, uh, you know, had the four lightsabers and I think you would press like something on him and, or maybe even squeeze his legs and he would slash like the four lightsabers at once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. And um, other action features that I can, you know, just briefly looking over this list, uh, the Wookiees too, like some of those had uh, also, you know, squeeze the legs and they would like move their arms around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just fun stuff across the board. Um, now there was another Grievous in this uh, Revenge of the Sith line that was a little bit different. He kind of had like the silver, he looked more like the concept. He had like the silver cape that draped like over the front of his body. Yeah. Yeah, and that one, it kind of had like a quote-unquote exploding action feature where, um, you know, his body parts would fall apart and like his innards, like his guts would come out. <laughs> oh, right. Was that this one? Yes. Yeah, um, I do remember that. I don't think I bought this one, though. If I do, I don't know where it went. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a lousy like action figure, but like it's fun just for the sake of like taking it apart and pulling out the guts. But other than that, mm -hmm. it doesn't really do anything. It's kind of flimsy. Yeah, it's almost like, um, I mean, I don't think it was released. No, it was. I don't think it was. The um, the Grievous one, it's a Target exclusive, and it's when he's dying and the fire's coming out of his eyes. Oh, yeah, I think that was a Saga collection. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. But, I mean, it, I, I feel like that's mainly for, like, a display purpose. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think other action features... So there was a Count Dooku in this line, and, um, you know, they don't do Dooku very often, but this one also had, like, a removable head, removable hands, and, uh, you know, if you wanted to reenact his uh, his death from Revenge of the Sith, you could do that. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, that the head sculpt is really nice. Like, his face looks great, and, yeah, uh, you know, the, the soft goods for the cape. Um, I think this is a solid figure. It is, yeah. Definitely holds up even to this day. Um, oh, it really does, yeah. This one also had, like, a variant. It, it, initially, it shipped with, like, a pink lightsaber, and then later it started shipping with, like, a darker red lightsaber. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just filled with useless information, Chris, about all this stuff. No, so. but that's the stuff that, uh, <laughs> it's pure gold. I, I, I like hearing it, because sometimes you forget about it, and then someone says something, and you get all excited again. And then there's that little voice in your, your head going, hey, should you look for that variant? <laughs> should you open up that box again? <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear about another variant that was in this line, you, you might be aware of it. But um, so, uh, you know, they did a, they did like three Anakin's in this line. The second one um, was like kind of the one that had like the, the hard uh, robe. And he also had like one of his hands like in the Jedi, like, you know, kind of doing a Jedi mind trick sort of thing. Do you remember that one? Yep. So that one uh, had so the first one. Uh, had like black, like dark circles around his eyes to make it look like he yes. was like, you know, really mad or something. Uh, and then they changed it so that there was also a Sith eyes variation as well. Oh, that's sick. I I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen the, the Sith eyes one. I, I do have the one with the, it's like really dark around his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, I'm trying to remember. Which I don't one. know which one was the most common, but. I, I think it might've been just like the first one with the, the really dark circles around the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say that the, the Sith eyes, there weren't too many out there. That's pretty cool. Do, do you have that one? Or? Uh, no, I think I just have the dark circles, and I have, like, the normal eyes one, too. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. And I think the normalized that was repacked, like for one of the Order 66 sets that they did like a couple years later. Oh. Um, yeah, the, mo- the market was just flooded. Yeah. We had all kind. I mean, you think about 10 years ago, all the stuff that was available, you know, Order 66, Jedi Council sets, um, the arena sets at Target. Those are awesome. Oh, yeah. I still have that in the package because the display in the box is just beautiful. So... I have that on one of my shelves, and the um, the three packs that you can click them all together and make the High Jedi Council uh-huh. is probably like one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah, lots of great stuff, and it, you know, kind of it makes me really nostalgic for for you know that era when you know we were. I mean, we didn't know how how good we had it at the time. Oh yeah, we were just spoiled <laughs> at that at that moment. Yep, five dollar action figures. That's what these retailed for. Yeah, and um, I think Walmart. It was like. I, if I remember correctly, it was like four dollars and eighty something cents. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, now I think like a standard. What what is a um a vintage collection like twelve twelve bucks or something like that? Yeah, now they're thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, just what what a decade will will do. <laughs> right. Um. So uh, another variant. So yeah, this line has a lot of variants. Um. So they made the clone commander and uh, this was a great figure. So he, he had like, uh, you know, the red stripes, he had the camera around his waist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was chock full of accessories. He had like the, uh, so he had the binoculars, he had a, a long rifle, he had two pistols. And he also had like um, some sort of a, I don't even know what you would call that, like a grappling hook and a rope sort of oh, thing. Oh yeah. 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 So this figure, uh, had a variant later it started shipping with like green stripes on the armor do you remember that i i had all the clone troopers um all the different colors and um i just don't remember it being a variant i i think i was just like oh another color clone trooper you know like they could have put any color on them and i would have been like okay i'm gonna buy it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 wild now i remember this clone trooper very specifically because I remember going to Target one morning. This might have been like a month or so after the the line launched. Like I think it was right before the movie. But you know, this I think this was like a like a later wave of figures. But I remember being in the toy aisle there at Target one morning, and there was this uh, like a little boy with his mom, and he was like looking for for that figure. Like you know, you know, he's like, oh, I need the Clone Commander. And at the time, this was the only Clone Commander, so. Uh, I had one in my hand. I was like, oh my gosh, this kid, you know, like this, this is the only one they have on the pegs and, you know, this kid's looking for it. And, you know, so I started kind of feeling bad. So I'm like, you know what? Here you go. You can take it. Oh man, that's super nice. Yeah. But it worked out because apparently I had missed looking through one of the pegs and there was another one there. So I ended up, you know, getting oh, perfect. one anyway. Yeah. Um, you must have made that kid's day though. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah such a great figure like you know just maybe not as articulated as some of the ones we got later but for that Mm -hmm. time this was an awesome figure yeah these ones i believe there was like three different colors and it's almost like they used the exact same bodies um you know with the goggles and all that um you know just looking at some of the other ones i don't know the name of the clone trooper but if you go like one, two, three, like four rows down. He kind of has like these things like um, it's almost like shutters like on his cheeks. Mm. Um, uh. I remember that one had some kind of weird like spring action. And uh, you couldn't really I just remember having a hard t- like he looks super cool. But I just remember having a hard time trying to pose him. OK, uh, it, was it a clone trooper you said? Yeah. 
Oh, uh, was it oh Commander Bakara? That's it. Yep, I just yeah. clicked on saw the name. Yeah, this one was kind of hard to stand, as I recall. Yeah, super cool looking, mm-hmm. but and uh, like I had to have him. Um, but yeah, he definitely had some kind of spring action um, that made his arms a little like loose and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, the clone commander, they also repainted it a third time, but this time they released it as Commander Bly, who was um, Ayla Sakura's like Jedi or, you know, uh, clone commander. Yeah. And um, so this figure in and of itself has three variants <laughs> as well. Um, so, okay. So Commander Bly, the first time they released him, he had a, you know, he had joints that were, that weren't painted. They were just like white. Um, you know, the actual hinges. Mm-hmm. So then they go back a second time and then they re-release him. And this time he has, um, you know, like mustard colored hinges to kind of match the rest of the figure. Gotcha. Um, the third time they released him, that's the time they got him like screen accurate because he was missing like these additional like darker stripes around, like going down his legs and going down the center of his helmet. So the third time they released it was like, perfect they got everything right but it took them three tries to get it done that's too funny see those are little things that i i, I didn't pick up now how, how are you um finding like if there are variants and stuff like that because i was never like i was 20 um and 05 and i wasn't very computer savvy um i think it was just kind of like i went to the store and whatever i found i found you know yeah yeah, so this was my first, like, full year of, like, being in college, like, away from home. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I was in San Antonio, Texas at the time, and I, um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, basically what I did, I didn't really have, you know, too many friends, so uh, basically I'd get home from school and I'd, I'd be on my computer, like, for, for the evening as one did at the time, you know, that was just kind of what you, you did, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'd be, yeah, I'd be reading Rebel Scum, I think Galactic Hunter, uh, the Force.net. I think those are some of the bigger sites at the time. Um, but yeah, they they would report on a lot of this stuff. And then I knew to look for it when I went to the stores. That must have been like super helpful because I kind of, I just kind of went in blind just being like, I want everything, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but I Rebel Scum's been around forever. And um, I remember one of my really good friends that absolutely loved Star Wars. So we always went like toy hunting together. He was the one that was, he always told me about like rebel scum. And I was, I was always the guy like, yeah, 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 I'll get around to it. You know, I never thought in a million years that I would be so involved in uh, social media and, um, you know, shuffling through various websites and, and, you know, finding whatever information that I could possibly find. I, I just, if you told me when I was 20, you know, hey, when you're 34, you're going to be like, you're going to be in real deep. I would have been like, no way, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. It's, it's weird because like, uh, you know, back then, you know, we obviously had the Internet and it was a big deal. There were message boards, but there wasn't really like social media the way we know it now. Like, I think MySpace was kind of like the new thing around that time. And um you know, that that was kind of the extent of it. Like, we didn't have Facebook until, well, you know, I, I did because when I got Facebook for the first time, it was like only college students like could get on Facebook. I, re- I do remember that. I, I didn't go to college, but my, my buddy that I was just talk- telling you about um, that I went toy hunting with, he, he had Facebook and I was like, what is that? You know, and, <laughs> and it was just for like people in college. It's weird how that worked. And then, you know, like Twitter, Instagram, that didn't come until like several years later either. So... 
Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we weren't kind of like, I think it feels, it feels like now, like if you're toy collecting, you know, all you need to do is like go on Twitter and kind of follow a few accounts and you're kind of up to speed. But like back then you had to like follow the websites and, you know, you were kind of relying on them to tell you like when new things were happening. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember Toy Fair magazine and, and, uh, I believe Wizard World had a magazine too. Did they? Or was it just Toy Fair? Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, they both did. And uh, I know I got Toy Fair like in the late 90s, but I think I, after that went out of print, I, I don't think I really kept up with like magazines like for Star Wars other than The Insider. Yeah, I am. Um, just to get off the rails for just like a second. I I remember looking through Toy Fair and that first Darth Vader figure that they made with the removable helmet that was like groundbreaking and that's what we first saw in that magazine and it was like i don't even know if they gave us like a release date it was just one of those things we just kept checking toys for us and then eventually it it was there different times different times <laughs> yeah um so there's another notable figure in this in this in this one so uh there was a padme amidala figure that uh you know senator and uh she was pregnant yep yeah i had that one and uh, to this day, I, I don't think they've ever made another, um, I think, uh, like, from what I understand, this is the only pregnant figure that's ever been made, like, in any line. I think you're right. And um, like you said, they didn't revisit this um, action figure. Um, I wouldn't mind if they if they did, because, you know, if, you know, we have the Anakin and, you know, if, for people that like to recreate scenes and stuff like that on their shelves... I mean, it would be a nice figure to have. Yeah, it is. I, I don't even know that they would do that, you know, make this figure these days. Because like I said, it was, I remember it being like mildly controversial that, you know, they made a pregnant figure at the time. I don't know why it uh -huh. would be, but it was. Um, but um, yeah, I, I don't even know that they would ever revisit this one. It's, it's, it's unique. Yeah, I don't think so either. Only because it's, we live in such a fast paced time now and there's so much coming out. And I think they're having trouble keeping up. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. Yeah. I mean, we could talk all day about all the figures in this in this <laughs> line, but we'd be here for hours on end. Right. Um, you know, I keep looking over these and I just can't believe how many variants there were. So, okay, real quick. Uh, Commander Gree. This was the very first time that he came out in the line. Uh, they repainted the super articulated clone trooper. Uh, and the first one had like a light green visor, but then they repainted it to be a little more screen accurate. And then he came with a dark green visor. Mm -hmm. uh, the Wookiee Warrior. Um, they did two of those as well. Um, so the first one came uh, in this particular sculpt that has like the really long, um, like the shield. Uh, this one first came out in like a, a, like a darker brown. And then they did a variant that came out in a lighter brown color. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so there was that, and then the uh, the only other one that I'm seeing right off the top of my head here is uh, the clone pilot. So, uh, as you know, there was like a regular film accurate clone pilot, and then later they decided to do one in black just because. Yes. Yeah, I had both of those too. Those are just really easy to do too, you know. And and not for nothing, he looks he looks really cool in black, you know. So yeah. that was kind of like probably a no brainer for Hasbro to be like, hey, let's make him, you know, just black armor. Uh, so there was also deluxe figures. This was another assortment, and uh, some of these were interesting. Um, you had things like Anakin, like to Vader. So basically, Anakin, you would turn him into Darth Vader by putting pieces of the costume on him. Uh, there was a clone trooper with a jetpack. Not anything we saw in the film, but there was concept art for it. And mm -hmm. 
they did issue this one like later on, years later in the uh, epis- the Phantom Menace uh, 3D line. Uh, so there was also, this one was one of my favorites that they did for this deluxe. So it was basically like Darth Vader on the operating table. Yeah, that was a cool one. It was a cool one. It also had a few variants. I think it was the head, like it was just painted like wildly differently across the board. Yeah. Like, so some were, you know, more detailed than others, but that was, that was a great set. I still, I, I still think to this day that makes a really cool display piece. Yeah, I have that one. I have the, um... The change Anakin to Darth Vader, you know, that the first one on that page. And I have the battle damage uh, Anakin for the basic figures. I just thought that whole, <laughs> whatever I could get my hands on to Anakin turn into Vader, I need it. <laughs> yeah, that that was a really cool feature. And uh, there was also, this one I liked a lot too. So this was the crab droid. I think that was the only time I want to say they ever released that. Yeah, I got that one, and they made the Utapau clone troopers, you know, with Cody and stuff like that, the orange troopers, and I, re- I, I got it so good. Like, it looked just like that scene when the clone trooper jumps on top, and he's kind of just like machine gun style to the top of the head of the crab droid. Right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think this one was actually a little bit oversized. Like, if you look at the film, like, they actually look a little bit smaller than the toy did. Mm. Yeah, you know what's funny? It looks, um, oh, are we talking, um, is the crab droid the big one um, that's on the top and the smaller one kind of with like, it almost looks like it's a long nose, but it's a, like a missile. Oh yeah. That's a spider droid. Is the spider droid the one with the long nose or the, okay. So the crab, yeah, we are talking about the same one because right when I looked below it, I was like, Ooh, (laughs) now I don't remember which one, which. (laughs) Yeah, that's the uh, so that that spider droid. I, I like that one a lot. Even still, it's kind of you know gimmicky. It walks. He winds it up and then it walks. Yeah. Um, you know, to an extent. And um, this one was a retool of the one that was released during the saga line. So this time around, uh, it has like a retooled missile launcher that looks a little bit different. Oh, okay. Yeah, more detailed paint also. Um, uh, there were a few other things. A speeder bike with Stasily. There was a Yoda on cancel. So the cancel was. Uh, a creature that was supposed to be on Kashyyyk, but I guess they deleted it, the scene. And, um, you know, Yoda was supposed to apparently fly in the back of one of them, which would have been pretty cool to see. Mm. One of the ones that I really love here is the Grievous. Now, I know that he's totally painted differently than the movie. It's like hardcore battle damage. Like his helmet is almost covered in dirt. But it really is up there with one of my favorite favorite Grievous figures. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that 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 one is actually really detailed too. Like the paint on it's really detailed. Oh, it's, it, the weathering is unreal on the helmet. Yeah, that um, that 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 was kind of a strange one because they already had one in the main line that had like the same sort of feature with the four arms. But um, yeah, yeah, this one this one is way more detailed looking. Uh, so they also did uh, a couple of the. Uh, vulture droids now these had uh this one came packed with a buzz droid and there were two variants of it so there was one that was more like the episode one colors and then there was Mm. you know the other one that was the episode three colors and i think i only have the episode three version unfortunately i didn't get these um but the buzz droid's really cool um did you did you say that you got both of those no uh no just the revenge of the sith one the blue one oh okay yeah, it's it's fun. Um, so there's other things like uh, Darth Sidious. This one was very gimmicky too. Like his head would spin around, so it would go from Palpatine to Sidious. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was a cool one. And I, I had the uh, the Jedi on the, the speeder bike. Um, what's her name? Allie? Stassily, yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that was one of those things that if you just – it was like a whale, like a wind-up whale on the bottom. So if you just kind of pulled it back and let it go, I mm. believe that that's what did that. Okay. Or or they they made one like that. I don't know if it was hers. It doesn't look like it was hers. Yeah. But they, I, I know they did make one that did that. Yeah, they did make like a rip and run one that it had yes. like a cord. Yeah. I, I'm not That's a fan it. of that feature, but yeah, I remember that pretty well. Yeah. Like they, uh, I think they're like, we're totally going to outdo ourselves with this one, you know, but I would much rather, you know, this. Yeah, that was a more expensive one, too. Like, I think that one actually came with it came with the figure, right? It was like pre-posed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. So was it a clone trooper? I, I can't remember. Yeah, it was a clone trooper. Oh, no, it was like um, like a Kashyyyk clone trooper, you know, like the uh, the biker scout style. Yes. yes yeah, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, so uh, and they also had some army builders. I think this is something they did like during the Clone Wars micro series line where, you know, they would give you like three like barely posable clone troopers for like 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what they did here as well. So those were pretty fun. I, st- I still really enjoy that. I know that you can't really, you know, move them a whole bunch. But um, for episode two, I got a, a ton of them and i did get a handful of these ones it, it's the perfect it's the cheapest way for army building you know uh-huh yeah yeah totally um all right so let's look at exclusive figures that came out for revenge of the sith so they did a few of these um probably the most well-known one would be the lava reflection darth vader do you remember that yeah i actually have all three of those um and i still have them because they when you bought them they came in the the clamshell right and I just left them in there. Yeah, so they did that Vader, and it was a terrible Darth Vader. It was like from the Power of the Force era. I was um, going to say that that's what it looks like. <laughs> and the idea was that his armor looked like he was re- it was reflecting like lava on Mustafar, I guess. Yeah. And it was limited edition of 50,000, which is a lot of figures. Um, so not really limited, but at least that's what it was advertised as being. That's what the box said. Yeah, fifty. That's a that's a huge number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hence why they're like only a few bucks on eBay these days. Yeah, short number fifty thousand. <laughs> uh, so there was also a Target exclusive clone trooper. Um, this one was um, yeah, it just kind of had like concept clone trooper deco on it. Wasn't really anything too special. Uh, I, and I remember this one kind of being a thing at the time, or, you know, people were saying online, like, they, they use the uh, super articulated body from the Clone Wars micro series trooper rather than the Revenge of the Sith trooper. So I think a few people were kind of perplexed about why they chose to do that. Mm. Didn't really make a difference. Yeah. Uh, so there were a couple other uh, Target exclusives. I think these came out closer to the DVD release. So first they had the Anakin uh, with lava reflection, and they also had an Obi-Wan with lava reflection. Both of those figures came out excellent. The uh, the heads are great. You know, I, I just feel like the more weathering they put on, you know, the the faces, it's like it kind of pulls out the detail with like even when it comes down to like even like the wrinkles on their face. Um, so I guess Target was the place to be for exclusives that year because they also did a Utapau Shadow Trooper. And uh, I think to this day, this is one of the coolest clone troopers they've done. Yeah, it is cool. Um, okay, so, all right, so Toys R Us had an exclusive holographic Yoda, 
And uh, that one, that one was free with a $25 purchase, or you could spend $10 to get it, I believe. Yeah, I had all the hologram uh, figures. I, I, I definitely remember that. And uh, the same with Palpatine. That was Toys R Us as well. Yes, Toys R Us. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool stuff if you were into holographic figures. Um, there was also a StarWarsShop.com exclusive. This was the Covert Ops Clone Trooper. You know, this one I never I never got because I wasn't... Um, I think I have pretty much every other figure in this line, but this one, uh, I wasn't really an online shopper back in 2005, so it just never made its way into my collection. Yeah, the only thing that I believe that I bought off the Star Wars shop was the concept art figure of general grievous yes yes they were i remember that they were doing like a clearance on him or something yeah and and i needed i because i had all the you know the ralph Macquarie figures and i, I just kind of needed him in my my collection yeah yeah totally yeah those are great those Macquarie figures oh they're, they're the best yeah yeah so they also had a celebration three darth vader this one had like a little like a box that would you know it had dialogue from darth vader oh that's cool yeah. So it actually had audio? It had audio, yeah. I think one of the things it would it said was something about, like, you know, welcome to celebration. So I don't know if they had, like, James Earl Jones re-record something for it. Oh, cool. Um, but, yeah, it had it had something about, like, like cele- it mentioned something about celebration, as I recall. That's neat, yeah. That one, uh, well, I didn't go to Celebration 3, but um, that one totally got past me. But then again, like, I don't even know if I was doing eBay at that time i don't even know when i started doing that stuff but even though like when i when i started doing ebay i thought i was like doing next level stuff like (laughs) like yeah i was able to get this figure you know i i actually remember mailing money orders in because i didn't have paypal or anything like that (laughs) nice just kind of outdating myself at that point (laughs) money orders yeah yeah sometimes some places still only take money orders it's weird yeah you have to go to like to walmart and get one and pay a fee it's it's just strange i was gonna say yeah i think i went to like cvs or like walgreens or something you pay like two bucks (laughs) yeah it's it's weird um so they also did collectible cups that came with action figures so this is something they did for a little while during this time frame like a few of the lines had target exclusive cups and each cup was kind of themed around you know the film so they made a few for the prequels I refer to the Sith rather as Obi-Wan, there's Grievous, and there's a clone trooper. And uh, I guess they also did a few classic trilogy ones for this line. So characters like Han Solo, Boba Fett, Yoda, Vader, Leia, Stormtrooper. Mm. Yeah, these were cool. And I kind of tend to remember these going on clearance like most of the time. Yeah, I remember these. Yeah, I got, what did I get? I got one of the ones with like Jabba. Uh-huh. So what? maybe, maybe it was... Maybe it was the Boba Fett. Did they make a slave layer at one point? Uh, yeah, I think they did. I don't remember which line that was, though. Yeah, I just remember. I wonder, man, I have some so much stuff like boxed up. And um, I know I still have them because I, I definitely didn't sell them. Right. Oh, nice. Um, okay, so Battle Packs. I think this was one of the most memorable things because Battle Packs started with Revenge of the Sith line. And uh, I think to this day, you know, we still kind of want them back. Um, but battle packs are basically meant to flesh out like a little scene and they would give you multiple figures, sometimes like an accessory or a droid. And, um, they came out with some good ones during this, uh, this time frame. Yeah, they did. I, um, I didn't get a whole bunch of these, but I did. I, now that I'm looking at it, I think I got three of them. 
I think the one that that I remember the most was the uh, it was the one that had uh, Asajj Ventress and yes, yeah, the Obi Wan clone trooper armor, Grievous. They had the Anakin from uh, from when he fought Ventress on a uh, Yavin Four in uh, the micro series, and it had Yoda in there as well. Yeah, I'm so happy that you mentioned that four pack first, um, or five pack. Because that's the one that I got, and I thought it was so cool. The General Kenobi, the figure's really cool, but it was such a pain to keep the armor on him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I wanted that Asajj figure so bad, and I'm just so happy that she got such an in-depth story. And, you know, I don't know if you read Doc Disciple, but wow. Like, the book was incredible. Like, her story uh-huh. was great. Yeah, they've they've really fleshed her out, especially as clone, you know the Clone Wars came back, you know, uh, and uh, you know they focused on her quite a bit, and you know seeing her journey from where the show starts to kind of closer to where it ends was was pretty neat. Yeah, because they don't really do her justice in the um, the micro series, the Clone Wars, like you know that's when yeah you really get to know her, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. The, it, this was a great set. Um, that Anakin, I think, was the only time they ever did Anakin in that in that outfit. Yeah. And uh, that was the only time we ever got that Obi-Wan or that Ventress. So a very unique set, kind of an essential to have. Yeah. Oh, totally. And right below that, the one with the clone troopers, um, the middle one, he's uh, he has like blue, blue on. I'll, I keep forgetting I can click on it. It can just mm. tell me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clone attack so- on Coruscant. Exactly. I had that one. Um, These prices are crazy. 20 bucks. Can you believe that? For five figures. Jeez. Unbelievable. This is unheard of. Yeah, this is a good set, too. And that it was a little weird because that clone trooper uh, that you're talking about, the commander, didn't really match the other ones in the set. But it didn't really it didn't really matter because, you know, they're giving you all these different clones. And it's like, sure, you know, I'll take them. Right. Right. Exactly. There's this other one, Jedi Temple Assault, and it had Anakin, and it had uh, three clone troopers in the 501st armor, and then it also had a clone pilot for some reason. They were like, let's just stick a clone pilot in there. Yeah, I was just going to say, just doesn't make sense. Now, why is this one $5 more? Because it was a Kmart exclusive. Oh. Kmart's weird. Yeah. We don't even ours, have Kmart's here anymore. Oh, I was going to say all of us closed down. Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense to have a clone pilot there at yeah. all. It would have been like way like infinitely better if they packed another five first clone in there. Exactly, just throw another one in there. Yeah, and uh, these clones are missing the stripes on the legs, so they are kind of unique in that sense. Oh, yeah. See, you you get all the little details. I uh, I I don't pick up on that. Yeah, I think in Battlefront too. Like you remember the original Battlefront two, where you could play as these guys. Um, I think they were also missing the stripes. So maybe you could say this is a Battlefront 2 clone trooper. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I know yeah, this, was is, this was a good set. I Yeah, the game too was awesome. Um, but I remember finding this set at Kmart. I, was, I remember being there with my dad and finding the set. And I was like, oh, cool. This is cool. And so I bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think those are like the main like ones that really stood out for, for battle packs. There are a few others. And again, I encourage anyone listening to hop on Rebel Scum and... Um, check them out because I mean we can't really can't cover every single item. There's just so much that was in this line. Um, Evolutions, oh my gosh, Evolutions was was released in 2005 as well during Revenge of the Sith. 
Uh, these were amazing. Yeah, they were. Like you had the evolution of Darth Vader. So you got two Anakin figures, um, especially that episode three Anakin. That was like the best. I think even to this day, that's probably like the best overall Anakin figure. Yeah. Uh, it had Darth Vader. Uh, it, and then there was a Sith evolution with Darth Maul, Dooku, and Palpatine. And uh, there was one with clone troopers. And it had episode two clone uh, commander. It had uh, one of the uh, 327 Star, Star Corp clone troopers. And then it had a sand trooper. And uh, then there was also, uh, I think there was a variant of that set. So this one actually was like a dirty up regular clone trooper from episode two. Uh, there was a um, one of like the Coruscant clone troopers, um, you know, 41st elite style. And this was a commander. We didn't actually see this in the film, but they decided to do it for this set. And then a really detailed looking sand trooper that looks really, really, really dirty. Yeah. And then another clone trooper. Oh, no, actually, this is the same one. So I guess it had a uh, clone pilot helmet that you could put on the episode two clone trooper. Mm hmm. Yeah, I had two of these. I had the uh, the evolution of Vader, and I had the first um, the clone evolution with the uh, clone commander with the yellow. Yeah, these these are remarkable, and I, I want to say like I'm gonna click on it real quick, but I think these were also yeah, 1999. What a stale! What a stale! I like that they continued doing the evolution um, because I have like the Force Unleashed one. I have the one with like Darth Bane. Um, uh, what else do I have? I think I have um, like one or two more, but I can't remember. Uh-huh. But um, it, it was a great pack. Yeah, that that was that was really cool. And I wish they still did things like that. I know. Hopefully, we'll you know we'll just make a circle, come back to it. But I, like you said earlier, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's really too bad. So uh, another thing that they had were the battle arenas. This was a really weird one. I never bought these because. They were like barely articulated and they were, I mean, there were essentially little statues and they, they came on these platforms. You would kind of make them like fight against each other, like with a little wheel that each platform had. Do you remember those? I do. I, I didn't get these ones. Yeah, I, I didn't bother. I was just like, that's, you know, really not what I was looking for. <laughs> um, yeah. But they actually repacked some of these in the multi-packs line. So for a long time, uh, Walmart was doing these commemorative uh, DVD sets. So anytime it, like a DVD set would come out, they would do these three packs that were only 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so they repacked some of those figures in these sets. So like there was one that had Anakin, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan. Uh, there was one that had um, Palpatine, Vader, and Dooku. And, um, and then there were also uh, one with clone troopers. And I remember getting the clone troopers. This is the only one that I got because the deco on these ones was unique. Like we hadn't had a clone trooper with with that deco up to that point. Yeah. So, yeah, cool stuff. And, you know, that was another thing. Three figures, even even if they weren't the best figures, you know, just three figures for ten dollars is pretty sweet. (laughs) I know since we can't even get one. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So play sets. Okay, so they did like the big like play set for this line was uh, the Mustafar play set. So I never got this one at the time, but like maybe like four years ago, I found it at at the Goodwill. It was like, it, it seems like it's pretty complete. It might be missing like one or two parts, but I got it for like $10. So I was like, sure, why not? I mean, still like this is at that time it was retailing for $30. Yeah. That's still a great price. Yeah. No, it, it is really cool. And yeah, $30, you got a really like nice, like 
a volcano basically is what it is. And it has like platforms to stand your figures on and like a little hallway. Came with Anakin and Obi-Wan. I mean, you can't beat that. No, I'm, I'm taking a look at the figures. The figures look a little rough. But I, um, I think they're the battle arena play, like figures again, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're like articulated or anything like that. Yeah, and it says that there was a Sam's Club exclusive for the same price that came not only with those two figures, but also with four additional super articulated clone troopers. Whoa. Oh, well, that's the one to get. Yeah, Sam's Club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Like, everybody had an exclusive, you know, during that era. Yeah. Playsets are always fun, you know? Yeah, they are. Um, so they did some. They did one creature, and that was uh, the Boga with Obi Wan Kenobi, and I really like this one. I actually, have it right here in my on my desk. I do like this too. Yeah. It, again, it's not the best Obi Wan figure. It's it's pretty static. You can move his shoulders and his head, but I think that's kind of it. Um, and the Boga is a little bit small, like compared to how it looked in the film, but it's still a really like it looks like a little lizard. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the design of this creature, and I love the sound that it made. <laughs> yeah, the sound was was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the toy's great. Uh, it kind of has an action feature where it kind of like moves its head and it's it's really rubbery. It kind of like feels like a lizard and just the detail on it. Like, you know, it's it's yeah, they did a great job on that. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. So creatures, uh, vehicles. There were a lot of vehicles. There were some small vehicles. Uh, and there were some big vehicles. So like some of the smaller ones, you had like the ATRT with ATRT driver. Mm-hmm. Um, was this the one that that maybe was like wind up and it would walk? You know what's weird? I don't. I didn't have this one, but they made like another walker that um, it almost looked like a tripod. And I remember putting that figure on that. Now this ATRT does does walk. It, yeah, it did have like a little knob on the bottom. You would wind it and then it would walk. Um, not very fast, but it would walk. I, you know, did it like? Do you remember? Did you have this? Yeah, I had all of these. Yes. Did it actually like walk pretty well and not tip uh, over? It didn't tip over as long as it was on a flat surface, but it was it wasn't like the smoothest walking. Because that's like super impressive to make you know something this big walk on its own. Right. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, it totally is. Um, it was, yeah, it wasn't the most exciting thing because it was really slow and it would kind of like, like go back and forth side to side, but like it was waddling, yeah. but um, yeah, no, it was pretty neat. And then they, the one that I really liked though was the Wookiee Flyer. And this one I still have on the shelf because I think it's like pretty cool. Mm. Um, so in Revenge of the Sith, you see the Wookiees flying these, these unique helicopters and uh, there's one in the front and uh, it's a very static figure there's really not much you can do with it other than keep it in the in the wookie flyer but it does have like a seat in the back so you could add your own wookie to it as well yeah yeah the back on her there i like that yeah and um yeah so it had like it has these you press a button and uh like a trigger and, and basically like the the little propellers like move up and down which is pretty cool oh that is cool it is and See, it i has, feel like they they really thought of it all you know yeah. Oh, yeah. It has a, a launching missile, too. I mean, you can't beat that for $15. I was going to say, yeah, I keep I, I can't help but to keep looking at these prices. And I'm like, it's it's really mind blowing, like how much you get for 15 bucks. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, so they had assault vehicles. These were like the middle sized uh, vehicles like Anakin Starfighter. Um, so we talked about Anakin Starfighter already, but they also did one for Toys R Us that came with the figure. And it was the green Jedi Starfighter, so the one that he flew, um, you know, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, 
Now, the one that I have, the Vader's uh, Starfighter, it's basically black and gray. Yes. It kind of looks like this. I, I I don't know if it's the exact same thing. It might be different. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but it kind of like that shape. That's my favorite one. That one's from the 30th anniversary collection. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good one though. That's my like that one. If if you ever, I don't know if you read Dark Lord: The Rise of Darth Vader, but that one features pretty prominently in that book. Oh really? No, I didn't read that yeah, one. That's that's what he goes around flying because it's like just after Revenge of the Sith. So he has a Jedi starfighter and he has it painted black, which is kind of cool. Oh cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, there was also Obi-Wan Starfighter, another Toys R Us exclusive that came with a pack and figure. This is the green, or sorry, the blue Starfighter, uh, the one that he uses when he goes to Utapau. Uh, they did Plo Koon Starfighter. So this one is, you know, it's, it's the older, the episode two, um, version of the Starfighter, but it's painted in blue and white, just like it was in that scene where he gets blown up. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I really like that. The, the whole, like, paint deco is awesome it is it is i I didn't have this one though yeah the only one that i had was kit fisto um his the green one yeah that that was a neat one too you know which one looked amazing i never got it was uh the episode two kenobis and he had like that um that thing that they leave in space it's kind of like they make the the jump to hyper space with it like Uh that ring yeah i never had that either yeah, I think they did that for, um, I think it was also the 30th anniversary collection. It was a Toys R Us exclusive, I want to say. But oh. yeah, I never got around to getting that. I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it just looked really cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I still could, but um, eBay that up. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, so they also did Grievous's wheel bike with General Grievous. Uh, so yeah, this one had a Grievous figure and is basically the vehicle he uses during the chase on Utapau. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a droid tri-fighter. Uh, and it had uh, three little like buzz droids in the like closed up position. Yep. And I don't think I ever got this one. I didn't get that one either. I had two um, gunships because I loved that design. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the the Republic gunships, they did two. They did two of what they're calling here the combat force vehicles. These were thirty dollars. One of them was the Republic gunship. Um, which, you know, back then, like when it came out in 2002, like the, the Republic gunship was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And they repainted it several times over the years. Uh, this one is unique because it, it's not something we ever saw in the films or anything, but it's basically kind of like a lime green uh, color, would you say? Yeah, I would say so. It's, um, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It, I don't want to call it a yellow, but it's it's like... Yeah, well, let's go with the lime green. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, like a yellowish green color, and yeah, I don't, yeah, it's I don't want to call it mustard. I, I don't, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, it's kind of a weird color. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it's a great vehicle, and uh, I, yeah, with the Republic gunship, to me, it kind of seems like it doesn't matter what color you get it in, or you know, whatever. It's like they're all great. Yeah, I got the one that it was like the command, like the like uh, oh, the Republic command. Um, well, it's. You know, it's like the beige, and it has black stripes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it has black on it. And then the other one I had was from the micro series with like the cool like face painted on the front. Oh yeah, the best one. Yeah, so I had um, I have both of those. I still have those. I won't let them go. Um, they're just they're just too cool. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Um, yeah, I think I have uh, I have the original one from two thousand two. It was the very first thing I ever bought on eBay because I couldn't find it in stores. Uh, and then I have the uh, 
I do have the 2006 one that you mentioned uh, from the Clone Wars micro series. Um, and is that, you know, I think that, no, I have the Crumb Bomber too uh, from Clone Wars. And then up until recently, I did have the Vintage Collection one. But uh, I'm not sure if you saw like my posts, but uh, it got really like, like it started oozing out some sort of like, like sticky liquid. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and it got like really sticky, and I cleaned it with a magic eraser and got most of it off. But even then, it started like like oozing out again. So it was just like to me, it was just like ruined. So I got rid of it. Yeah, that's a bummer. When um, like certain figures they get like tacky and stuff. A lot of the episode one figures are very tacky. Uh huh. I don't know if you noticed that. Like the, you know, you like just go to pose them or something, and then you find your finger kind of sticking to them a little bit. <sighs> yeah, that's the worst. Um. Yeah, it's basically the plastic breaking down like over, you know, the time over time. But if you take a magic eraser, it cleans most of it off pretty well. Oh, okay. But it doesn't seem like it's 100% effective, but it it does a good job of getting it off. The only thing is like you kind of have to watch out if it happens again. Right, right. Um, And then they also did the ARC-170 Starfighter. And I remember getting this one on, on, um, you know, the opening or the launch day. Um, this one was a really cool one. This is the first time we had this vehicle. Again, they, they did it over a couple times after that, but, uh, this one's great because it fits three clones and it's got some, uh, pretty cool features. It's got like a handle where you can like make it fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also retracts into the ship. So, uh, you can put it on display and not see the handle. Yeah. I like that a lot. This thing was quite large, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And only $30 too. I was going to say, yeah, 30 bucks. (laughs) Insane. It's great. And it had like a, like, like a canopy on the bottom that would open up and you could launch like bombs from it. I think it had like a trigger you would push and it would open that up. Mm. The gunship has a handle, but it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's hidden, but it kind of just kind of flows with the vehicle. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so did you collect any of the 12 inch figures for this line? I, I didn't. Um, I never was a 12-inch a um, collector. Um, I do have a Luke Skywalker. Um, that's about it, though. Right on. Because um, they did do a few 12-inch, not a ton. Um, and interestingly, they kind of got some of like the more side characters. Like there really there was a, there was an Anakin to Darth Vader Ultimate set, but then other than that, there was like Chewbacca KB Toys exclusive, which is actually a really cool figure. Um, but then they also did like Barris Afi, Clone Trooper, Darsidious, General Grievous, and Shock T, which you it kind of it's kind of weird how they didn't focus more on main characters, but um, they actually look pretty cool. I think this was the best that Hasbro ever got at twelve inch figures. Yeah, the the Shock T looks amazing. It really does. It does. Even the Sidious, like it's kind of got a weird hood, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, I would say Shock T might be the, my favorite out of all of these. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. She looks great. Wow. And, um, yeah, Barris looks pretty pretty decent as well. Um, yeah, she does. Yeah, these are nice, actually. Yeah, they are. I, I've thought, like, off and on over the years of going back and getting them, but it's like, you know, like, like you, I don't really focus a whole lot on 12-inch. Yeah. Um, I've got a few of the Hot Toys, but, like, I wouldn't really be able to mix these with those because they don't look the same, so it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's... They, I have like, uh, if I can just count real quick, I think I have five, five hot toys, a uh, side Joe, and those things are just dynamite, nice. you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. But that's another, it's, you know, you, you put your feet into those waters and you're just like, okay, let me back up. What am I doing here? You know what I mean? It's, um, I always get like the itch to like, I get one and I'm like, oh, I, I should get a couple more of these. And then you realize like how expensive it gets. So uh-huh. you kind of have to like restrain yourself <laughs> from, <laughs> from, you know, going full throttle. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so other than that, I think these other um, assortments are pretty, you know, peripheral. There's like Battle Buddies. I don't even remember what Battle Buddies was. I'll have to click on it. Um, yeah. Okay. So these are like the the plush buddies. I guess they brought them back yet again. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing those, but yeah. I didn't see those either. I just remember the Max Rebo one. Um, do you remember that, like that wave of oh, yeah. Battle Buddies? It was Max Rebo. I think Salacious. Yeah. Um, was that from like the Power of the Force 2 when they did those the first time? Like Jabba and Chewie? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so there's also, uh, they're called Super Deformed. And I don't even remember seeing these, but they basically just look like giant head on a little body. I Yeah. These, this, this is all new to me. I didn't even know these existed. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, Kmart exclusive. Maybe that's why. Um micro vehicle multi-pack so they don't even have image of these here but i assume it's something like micro machines or something yeah micro battle did you ever uh get into any of the micro machine stuff not really i have a couple of titaniums but that's it yeah i got a a couple of the play sets and i remember having like some good times with them you know and i know that they for army building for the it was one of those things like i didn't 3.75s were my my jam and um, I don't know, maybe one of my parents got me like, you know, the Micro Machine like play set. And then you could buy like a 10 pack of like little, little, little figures and army build and stuff like that. So like it, w- it was fun, you know, because I got like the Jabba's Palace with the Salak pit and uh-huh. that one was just super cool. I actually still have that. And um, that one would probably be my favorite just because you, I just kept throwing figures right into the pit. <laughs> <laughs> nice um yeah other than that there's only like role play and that's like you know your usual electronic lightsabers um blasters stuff like that so yeah i think we've done a pretty good job of uh covering the revenge of the sith line what do you think i think so too and, and like i said earlier i think it's really cool that you're doing this because it's a trip down memory lane and it's amazing how much you forget and you know, and now I'm I'm seeing some stuff that I I didn't have, <laughs> so I'm like, should I should I go buy some stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way after I do each of these episodes. Yeah, well, it, the thing is, they made so many, and it was easy for a couple of figures to get past you. Like you said, um, what did you do? Um, it was like sixty something figures. Uh huh. It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. And like I said, that's from April to December. Nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, it is nuts. Um, but yeah, so uh, Chris, we talked a little bit earlier about putting together a list of our top five from the Revenge of the Sith line. So what do you got? Yeah, this was extremely hard, by the way. Um, but I would say my first would be the battle damage, um, Anakin Skywalker, uh-huh. because it's basically like you get two figures in uh, one pack. Uh-huh. Um, but I like it for other reasons besides for two figures in one pack. Um, I really liked the battle damage. Like, you, you needed that figure, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy they made that. So definitely that one. Nice. Um, 
the target exclusive, the Lava uh, Reflection, uh, Anakin in Obi-Wan, even though I, I, he's considered Vader at that point, um, I'm going to put those two up there. So that would make it three. Um, okay. I Like I said, the Deluxe Grievous, even though we never saw him this dirty before, there's something about this figure that I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, it just came out so good. It did. And, and then I'm going to have to say it's it's really – it's a toss-up because as far as the Jedi Jedis go, like Ayla Secure came out great. Um, Shaq T. Uh, the Jedis came out so good. They did. But um, I'm just going to go ahead and pick Ayla Secure. Nice. And I like the base that she came with, you know, from uh, uh, is it yeah. uh, Felicia? Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's cool. On top of all, we got bases. With, with all of these figures, too, oh, keep yeah, in mind. Exactly. Um, just really good nice stuff. Nice bases. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so my list, uh, the first one, I also have the uh, Battle Jam and Janikin. So uh, I, we might not have mentioned it earlier, but this one, like you said, is basically like two figures. In fact, if you wanted to, to display it as two figures, all you needed to do is keep like the little um, plastic that, that came inside the packaging. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could plug his arms into it, and then you could put his, his robe in you know, the one that was connected to the head over it and basically looked like a figure standing there. Yep. Um, so it also had uh, in this pack, um, you know, the burnt up Anakin from the end of the film. So he's 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 missing like the limbs and uh, he's got the robotic arm and his head is all burnt up looking. It's, it's a really, it's an epic figure. It's like, uh, you know, I think every collection should have that figure in it. Totally. Yeah, so there's also uh, on my list, I have Massa Meta. Um, so Massimeta was basically like, like Palpatine's, like, I don't even know what you would call it. Kind of like his confidant or, or something. Yeah. It was almost like it was like his, at the time for like, for the political stuff, like his number two seemed like he was yeah pretty up there with that stuff. Yeah. Like his vice, yeah. like chancellor or something. Um, but yeah, no, this is a great figure. It's I, I really like the detail on it. I love that like the outfit is pretty removable, so you could strip him down to like just his like under outfit. And um, I love the the tongue that plugs into his mouth because what's cool about it is if you want to just play it without the tongue, you know, you're not even going to really notice that it's supposed to have a tongue. Um, he's also got like a headdress that you can put on top, pull it off. He's got a nice staff. And uh, just a really bulky, uh, nicely articulated figure. So I, I really like Massimeta a lot. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, so I also have Obi-Wan Pilot. So the Obi-Wan Pilot was uh, like basically the first super articulated uh, prequels Obi-Wan that we got. And uh, this one came with a headset, but it also came with like a sculpted robe. And um, I really like this one because they they did it later, but at the time, like this was an amazing figure uh, because it was loaded with articulation because it had, you know, maybe not the best likeness, but um, it had everything you really needed. And it was kind of just like a huge leap from the other two Obi-Wans that they had done in this line. Um, So yeah, I really like that one a lot. And uh, I also have super articulated clone trooper because this was the very first time we got an episode three version of the super articulated clone. And uh, as you know, Chris, they they use this this clone as the basis for tons of clone troopers that they repainted over the years. Because it was just that good, huh? It was just that good. <laughs> um, and then the, the last one I have is Count Dooku. Um, you know, 
It's so, so funny that you mm-hmm. said that because like I literally had those two figures in my hand and I'm like, oh, who, sh- who should I pick? <laughs> <laughs> I think to this day, this is still the best Dooku that they've done. Uh, I know that we talked about the one in Evolution set, and I know that uh, they kind of retooled one of that figure for the uh, one of the Geonosis two packs. Um, but I think this one has the best likeness overall, and um, it might even have the most functional articulation. And then when you factor in the fact that you can take the head off, you can take the hands off. Uh, I just think it's a solid, top-notch figure. And and you know, to this day, you know, even though we're uh, what, like 14 years out from Revenge of the Sith, I still think that it's like the best Dooku that Hasbro has done. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I mean, he's fully articulated with, you know, elbows, knees, like you said, removable hands, head, uh, soft goods. He's got it all. You can actually clip the lightsaber hilt on his belt. Um, solid figure. Yeah, awesome figure. So yeah, those are my top five for Revenge of the Sith. Well, I think we have done a pretty good job uh, talking about all of these toys. Uh, There were tons of assortments in the Revenge of the Sith line, uh, as we discussed. And yeah, we're approaching an hour and a half on this. (laughs) So uh, yeah, do you have any any, uh, parting thoughts on on the Revenge of the Sith line or what it was like toy hunting back then or anything you'd like to share? Um, I thought the the packages were pretty unique. Um, It kind of always reminded me of an egg. Um, and they really stand out because I have, um, you know, I have a lot of figures still on card and I basically, um, set up like pegboard so I could kind of display them like a store and these ones always stand out. Like you kind of have to put them on their own peg. You kind of can't mix and match. Um, Uh but it was, it's definitely unique. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the line was great. I like like we said a, a million times over the mixture of soft goods and a lot of articulation the scalps everything it's it's really nice i, I think they really did it a is. good job with it yeah yeah they 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 did uh, lots of solid figures uh, integrating action features with you know nice sculpts um uh, a lot of really nice detailed figures in and of themselves like later in the range of the sith line uh, lots of deluxe stuff uh, lots of vehicles and um yeah, just all the all the way around. I think that you know, lots of great stuff. And you know, back then it was like toy hunting wasn't as big of a problem. You could just kind of go to the store and you would, you know, most more or less find like toys. You know. Yeah, there was no fighting. You know, I um I just remember always going in and it's you know if I was looking for something it was just there. I mean I don't know if I was just lucky every time, but that's kind of, kind of how it was. Yeah, and uh, I think back then, you know, like you said, less less uh, stress with collecting because, you know, you would just kind of go to the store and they had a lot of stuff for the range of the Sith line. And, um, yeah, it was a very different collecting atmosphere because obviously, like I was saying earlier, you know, you didn't have social media, but really, but you did have like, you know, online like Star Wars collecting sites that were dedicated mm-hmm. um, to, to Star Wars collecting. So that was very valuable. I would really much like to see a huge line put out um, like this magnitude and especially you know all these figures they really delivered with them um you know we don't even really get vehicles anymore and it seemed like they put out a ton um the price points were amazing we'll never see that again um but you know this is all due due a time you know we're, we're talking about 05 and you know we're approaching 2020 so yeah you know i i mean it is what it is you know but i i 
I love them. I really enjoy them. And I will definitely keep them for in my collection for as long as I can. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, no, I think that this line does often get overlooked as well because it is a movie line. And, you know, obviously we did get a lot of great stuff between, like, this time and, you know, Vintage Collection, uh, you know, during its initial run. And I think people, when they think back about the Golden Age, I think this was a little bit before that. But I still think that there's a lot in this line. There's a lot of fun stuff. There was a lot of value to be had. And uh, if you're discovering the Revenge of the Sith line for the first time, I think it's something of a treasure trove. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, if, you, if you're dipping your toes into collecting and you're going, you know, backwards, you definitely have to get a handful of these things. And to be honest with you, you could probably get them for cheap. I, I don't think any of these really skyrocketed in price. No, no, definitely not. Even the exclusives are pretty affordable. Yeah. Well, Chris, it's been fun. Uh, where can our listeners go to find you online? Um, you can go to thecollectorshut.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube, and all, all that good stuff. Also, I do a, a podcast called Brews and Blasters. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's just uh, me and my buddy Joe from uh, RetroZap.com. We just kind of talk about food and Star Wars, and we get goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. I enjoy listening to it. Oh, cool. Thanks. So I will throw links in the show notes so that uh, listeners can go and uh, look you up. So, uh, Chris, once again, thanks for coming on to the show and discussing all things Revenge of the Sith. Thanks for having me. It's so hard to believe that the Revenge of the Sith toy line ran almost 15 years ago. Uh, gosh, where does the time go? I mean, honestly, when you're collecting toys, it just seems like, you know, that was like yesterday, really. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of great toys since then. The line continued to evolve and give us better products. And um, it's interesting to see where this line's place in uh, Star Wars toy history is. There's really a lot there. Uh, there was a lot of substance to this line, lots of flavor. And uh, if you're looking at it for the first time, I mean, no doubt there's a lot to get into. There's a lot of fun stuff to discover. And it was uh, certainly one of the most fun times to be a toy collector. Definitely uh, was enjoyable. As uh, Chris and I discussed the prices, just the collecting environment of the time, it was so different compared to what we have now. And, um, you know, I am becoming a little bit nostalgic for that era, uh, just because of how fun collecting was and how easily accessible product was and just good times all around. So be sure to check out Chris on social media. I will throw links to the Collector's Hut in the show notes. Also, be sure to check out the Bruise and Blasters podcast, which is a highly enjoyable show. If you like Star Wars, then uh, you're definitely going to enjoy it as well. If you aren't already, subscribe to The Place It All Started, the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel, where I review new toys and showcase retro toys from the past. You can also follow us for news and updates on Facebook, by looking up Victoria's Cantina, toy photography on Instagram at Victoria's Cantina, and a constant drip of toy-related and other random and nonsensical tweets on Twitter at Vic's Cantina. If you're so inclined, we are on Patreon. Gain greater access to Victoria's Cantina by becoming a Patreon Cantina patron. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll help to keep the show going and also get exclusive content such as access to a private Twitter feed, early access to toy reviews, and behind-the-scenes featurettes. And if you can't, but you still want to help us out, one of the easiest and most helpful things you can do is leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. 
It only takes a minute, so hit that five-star rating and leave a note stating why you enjoy the show. It'll make us more visible on iTunes and help others to find our show. As always, I'm Victoria, and no matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast.